All right, for Thursday the 17th of November, this is Free the Geek FM. In this episode, the comeback again, kind of feels like the Bee Gees really, uh, the comeback episode. What I'm going to talk about is my reflections on post-Brexit, post-US election 2016, but more importantly, how to, a number of ways in which I believe you can kick off your life as a freelancer, you can make a good start, you can start to, to build in or factor in a bit more security into your own career, your own working life. I'll see you in a second. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to, yes, believe it or not, this is another episode of Free the Geek FM. I'm back, I'm here. Hopefully you're here. I wouldn't blame you if you weren't, or if you kind of thought, wow, he's actually doing this again. But i, I got to be honest, you know, things like this, they can be a bit, they take a certain amount of dedication to keep up, I think. So, I don't know, that's, that's a really big cop-out. And I, and I try not to do it, I try to kind of be consistent with these things, but consistency at times, especially with projects that, um, what would you say, aren't, aren't directly tied to income, they can be somewhat of a challenge. And so I guess what I'm trying to say in a really long-winded way is, I'm going to do this as a, it's my regular thing, it's my regular shtick, and I want to hope, I want you to believe that I will actually will be doing this regularly from here on in. Now then the question though is, is you have to find a regular amount of stuff to talk about. Because if you're going to do it on a regular basis, you don't want to just be, well, it's that time again, I guess I should be chatting. So I'm going to see if I can do a bit of brainstorming. If you have any ideas, do tweet me, at SetaMJD on Twitter. That's obviously the at symbol, S-E-T-T-E-R-M-J-D on Twitter. And say, what would you like to hear about? What could I research for you? Uh, what topic is something that has, has just been sort of niggling at you, but you don't really have the time to find out about? Obviously, specifically to like, sort of freelancing, whether that be freelance tech writing or freelance uh, software dev being the things that I do. You know, you want to keep these things on target, right? So if there's a topic that you're kind of bugged by, you'd like to know more of, maybe perhaps you sort of think of a bit of a career change, so you sort of need something to, to kick you off, tweet me. Let me know. Guarantee, if you tweet me, I will probably do my damnedest to answer you straight away. Now, having said that, I hope you feel, I hope you hear, sorry, a bit more of a relaxed tone, a bit more of an excited tone in the voice. One Mr. Adam Culp has again inspired me to be a bit more out there, a bit more relaxed with this. Um, I want to go from a slightly cheery tone to perhaps a not-so-cheery tone, um, because this, well, depending when you're hearing this, this is coming the week after the 2016 US presidential election, and not that long after Brexit. Um, what can I say? The US election. Brexit. I'll, I'll come right out and say it, okay? Where I sit is on the positive side of the fence. Um, I am not generally a kind of per the kind of person, sorry, who gets too glum about things. If you know me, you usually know, my God, he still has that smile on his face. Can you ever wipe it off, son? So that's kind of the way I see it. And I kind of see life through a really upbeat, constructive lens. That's not to say I see it through rose-colored glasses or everything's wonderful, everything's wonderful, everything's wonderful. No, 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 nothing's wrong. I don't see life that way. But despite all that, the, the recent Brexit, which, look, I'll be, I'll be honest, if I could have voted, 
um, if I was still there and if I'd gotten citizenship, because I lived in the UK for a bit over four years, if I had have had citizenship and could have voted, hey, I'll, I'll come out and say it, I would have voted Remain. There is no way in my nutty mind I would have voted Leave. Now, having said that, having said that, before you kind of throw something at the screen or you throw your smartphone down, I understand or, or I, I can be empathetic. I think empathetic is the right word. For people who are genuinely in a tough spot, you know, who who haven't seen any decent wage growth in quite some time, yet have watched others around them seemingly sort of take off like a comet into the night sky and, and do very well financially, I can appreciate, I should say appreciate, not understand, um, where you'd be coming from and how you, you would likely feel. But despite all of that... I genuinely feel, and it's a conversation for another day, that the Brexit decision was a wrong one. I really feel, I genuinely believe, for a number of reasons. Tweet me and let's let's have a conversation about it. Um, that it was the wrong decision. That I think in the medium to longer term, definitely, at least over the next 10 years, it'll be a case of um, cut off your nose to spite your face. Now, if you're really angry at that point, let's see how history pans out. Let's see if history proves me wrong. Um, but then, if you have a country such as the UK, who who makes a decision like that, what what I I'm just gonna say it. What I think is a very negative decision. Um, excuse the sniffling. I've been sick for ages, and it's another reason why I haven't gotten back into the podcast. I think perhaps you can hear it in, the, in my voice, in my in the nasally sniffing. Um, the the other reason. Sorry, where was I? Um, given that the Brits did Brexit, I, I think it sort of maybe comes as no surprise that the US election went as it did. Now, if I was a if I would have been a Remain voter, then I I definitely wouldn't have been a Trump voter. Now, having said that, I would not also have been a, a Clinton voter. And this is kind of playing politics out there, right, in the open, right? And usually that's not a good thing to do. Usually you don't do these it's it's best not to talk about it. So I'm gonna try as much as I can from this point in to kind of like sort of abstract the, the political aspect back. Um and I'm blabbing, it's just, it's such a weird time at the moment, because, at least in some ways, in a lot of ways, at least for the people I know, the position I've been in, overall things are okay. I wouldn't say they're fantastic, and I'm not trying to say that there aren't challenges, that there aren't problems. There are. But one of the key things, and, and I discussed this with my wife at length, one of the things that I feel... Is, is is more the case than anything else. If if we take out for a second the people who, who genuinely are really doing it hard, and for those people, I really feel for them, and in my own way, for, for the latter half of the podcast today, I'm going to try and offer some ways of, of some kind of assistance, you know, as, as best I can. I, I feel that this could be kind of risky in saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, I think for a good percentage of the population, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll cage my answer. I think for a good percentage of the population, things aren't as bad as what we say that it is and what we th- and how we think it is. I feel, this is my opinion, that in, in so much of the case, there's so much negative, whether it's on the radio, uh, your morning drive programs, your evening drive programs, um, in the print media especially, or on TV, you know, your evening news. Or, look, I, I don't live in the US, so I'm not used to 
basically taking five minutes of news and then just extrapolating that out over 24 hours. Hello, CNN. You know, I, I just feel that it, it is, there's so much negative, and I'm not picking on good mates in the US. It happens in Australia. I've seen it in the UK. I've seen it in other places I've been to that there is just so much negative. You get bombarded with it day in, day out, day in, day out. No matter where you are, I think no matter how strong you are, you're going to hear it. And to be fair, how easy is it then, or, or how hard is it not, to become negative yourself after even maybe 12 months of this? I think it really pollutes your perspective, or it can if you're not really careful. So after a while, your perspective on life starts to, be, starts to go or, or be framed through a negative filter. Everything is bad, everything is bad, everything is wrong. But then from there, like, okay, let, let's, let's assume that, um, I don't know, I'm meandering all over the place, and I, I hope you're actually still listening, and maybe, you know, I'm winding you up so that you'll, you'll stay and you'll hang with me on this. That, that, on, that, on that point of things are so negative, it, let, let's assume for a second that all the things are what people say they are. You know, people such as Nigel Farage and his entourage and co like that, um... And saying how bad things are and, and how everything out there is, is going to get us. You know, is out to get us, is out to steal from us, to take from us, to take what we rightfully and somehow or other have. Okay, let's, let's assume. Let's assume that that's correct. Well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this question. What exactly is getting angry, is getting worked up, is, is ranting at a TV screen, yelling at a young fella on a podcast... Um, I'm swearing in the morning coffee or whatever gonna do. It's it's like it's like uh, what's a good analogy? It's like sitting in a rocking chair, but thinking that you're moving forward. You have movement. Yes, you're moving, but you're not going anywhere. So, to 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 bring a long ramble to hopefully an actual point, what I'm trying to say is that then there are genuine problems. And there are perceived problems. But getting angry, getting worked up, um, insert expletives here, venting it out, looking always outwards, outwards for all the problems, won't fix them. You know, if, if we're genuine in saying, in genuine in, in our intent to say there are problems and they have to be fixed, then we have to get over the anger, we have to get over the rant, we have to get over these concepts of hating others, um, other people, other things, and everything outside. And look for genuine solutions that will actually fix the problem. Um, I I, re- <laughs> I I realize Free the Geek is all about um, succeeding as as a freelancer, specifically technical writer, um, software developer, and this rant really has nothing to do with that. You might think, but I feel it does, because I think so many things at the moment they just go straight through that lens. You know, you might be on the on the sense that Brexit and Trump are positive things, so you might be thinking, "Wow, we've actually turned the corner." I disagree. Hey, but we all, you know, we're entitled to an opinion. You might be on the flip side and think everything's progressively getting worse. Next, there'll be what well, I think the the presidential elections in France are coming up uh, next year, and you might think, "Wasn't um, Marianne Le Pen and the the far right are going to come in, and then it'll be or it'll be then Italy and so forth?" But irrespective, I'm just going to put it out there that. No matter where you sit on that spectrum of positivity to negativity, ranting or gloating won't fix squat. Finding actual solutions, talking to people and then listening, I think you've got a far better chance of getting somewhere 
if you engage in that kind of thing. That big rant aside, or if you've skipped along hoping that I, you know, I'll shut up at some stage, that done now, um, what I want to do for the, for the remainder of the time is do two things. One, um, if you are, this is more for people who perhaps feel concerned about the state of play um, in the economy, in you know, the talks of more and more people are put on on part-time or full-time basis, sorry, part-time uh, or casual basis instead of a full-time basis. And what can you do about that? And what I would like to, to, to suggest is, is to run through just a couple of ways which perhaps could make life a bit easier for you. What I'd like to do is share some of the things that I've learned over the course of time being a freelancer over the last two and a half years, which maybe could help you. Now, I'm going to sum it up by what I said um, when a mate approached me the other day. And he and what he said to me, and I, and I summed it up in a, in a podcast, the latest post on my blog at matthewsatter.com, which is on the essential tools that you need to, uh, to teach online, is the essence of that post, though it's about online teaching, is this is that whilst it may seem like you have to do an absolute hell of a lot, you genuinely usually don't. There'll be a lot of noise, people are telling you that you have to try this, you have to try that, you have to do these things, you have to use these tools and these services, and you have to read all these 25,000 blogs. Generally, no, you don't. Um, and this is, this is, I'm going to qualify one last time. This is my experience and this is what I found. So I won't qualify from here on in. Generally, I find that you don't need to do those things. Generally, I found you only need to do a few things. And firstly, after you've calmed yourself down and you've um, attempted to stop yourself stressing, for what it's worth, about two, no, sorry. Um, yeah, it was about two and a half years ago. Uh, I think it was on one of the anniversaries of uh, uh, my marriage to my, my wonderful wife, very, very supportive lady. Um, very understanding for a person like me. And there I was freaking out thinking, I've absolutely shot myself in the foot partly by moving to Germany. Um, or that we had, and sort of career-wise and, and finance-wise. So if you're thinking that I always sound very, very happy and I'm always kind of upbeat and positive and nothing ever goes wrong, oh yeah, sure as hell it does. Um, I was thinking, my lordy, I have just blown my, my both my feet off financially. Not my not my big toe, both my feet off, perhaps my legs off. And I was really panicking. I was like, I was freaking out, thinking, what whatever is going to become of me. Um, and so. If you're in a moment like that, I think that we can totally relate. So what I would like to suggest is first, breathe. Firstly, just, this sounds very patronizing, but calm down. Is sit and, you know, find yourself a nice, nice quiet corner, uh, a spot on your veranda, your, your patio, your balcony, outside, somewhere, some quiet spot with ideally a pen um, and a piece of paper or perhaps a block of paper. The reason why I say that, why I say um, pen and paper, as opposed to smartphone, tablet, laptop, anything like that, is odds are anything that has an internet connection, you will play with. You will fiddle. You will just go, oh, I'll just check this. I'll just watch this video on YouTube. Oh, I'll, I'll just check my emails because it's really essential or, or some fidget, some thing which will distract you. So take a pen, paper, and nothing else. Um... Ideally, find a calculator. You know the old style you perhaps had in school and they didn't let you take into exams? Something like that. Take one of those, right? Nothing that has an internet connection, that has some kind of notification, LED flashing light, nothing. Zip, squat, deadly. Right. You got a pen and paper or a whole stack of paper. You'll need it. Right. Sit down and ask yourself this one question. What am I good at? What can I do? What do I really like doing? 
what do I get joy in doing? This isn't a build it and they will come. No, 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 no. Work with me on this one. This is about, firstly, finding the things that you would really enjoy doing, that you would have passion for, that you would have um, enjoyment for. And the reason why, why I press this point is that, remember, you give, what, minimum eight hours a day to what you do? And as a freelancer, you can only spend, about, well, depending on how many hours, hours a day. But ideally, if you took, took say, like an eight-hour average, about six of those are actually going to be work, and two, two of those will be some kind of admin. So you're going to give eight hours a day. Perhaps if you commute, you're going to be up to nine or ten. Um, so that's a good chunk of your day, considering you might sleep for seven, you got to eat and on and so on. And this is time away from your family. This is time away from friends. This is time you have to sit there and focus. So ideally, you want to do something that you absolutely well, that you want to be there for, and not be. Oh, here we go again. Do I have to? Mummy, can I stay home, please? I'm sick. Right? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying some kind of like, oh yay, life is wonderful. I should feel happy every day. I think when people bang on about that, it's absolute. Oh, I so want to swear, but I said this podcast will be clean. Anyway, right? I'm more. I believe in finding motivation and meaning, not happiness. I think happiness is really pretty and we should go and hug trees and everything is pretty and life is wonderful. No, it's it just something about it. It just irks me. So what, what, what I'm hoping to help you do is find meaning, right? Find something that you get meaning out of. For me, it's teaching, right? I, lo- I love teaching and I love mentoring. I love seeing light bulb moments in people's eyes and they go, oh, I got it yeah you know that sense of excitement that sense of i i achieved something i learned something i grew that's the thing for me i know it, countless mates who love to code they got something you know they made something happen they grew so you know that's their shtick this is my shtick so find it you know and, and just brainstorm just just write stuff down right 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 look at the jobs you've done over the last I don't know, this could be your first job, it could be your second, you could be 50 or 60, I don't know. Look, there's no age gap on this, by the way. You're not too young, you're not too old. If you're in the middle, who cares? You're not kind of like, I should wait, I should have started sooner. Start. That's the other thing. Start, okay? You're not too young, you're not too old. You can do this a couple hours a week, or you can say, I'm going to take a jump and do it full time. That's a bit risky, perhaps, but, you know, I I can't tell someone not to do what I did myself. Mm. So anyway... Right, so you've got a whole lot of things written down. Now look at them. Do you have a central theme running through these? Is there, you know, for, for example with me, you know, I, I would look at things like podcasting, screencasting, creating courses, uh, giving talks at conferences, and so forth. For me, there was a theme running through there which to me was teaching. It helps that a good chunk of my family were teachers, so it kind of seemed to make sense. But for you, you know, it, it, it might be something else. And I'm also not stressing it doesn't in any way have to be online at all. Yes, people always say, oh, there's an app for that or technology will will solve everything. I think that's absolute rubbish. Technology won't solve everything. It'll solve certain things. Communicating solves a lot of things. Anyway, that's a rant for another day. So, so look for that theme. Look for the thing that you're good at. You know, it could be you could find that you're amazing with people and you also like being fit. So maybe a personal trainer, maybe a, um, a mentor, maybe a, um, um, a nutritionist. That's what I was trying to think of. That's what I was trying to think of there. Right, so so just take some time. And, and you don't need to hurry. And the reason for that is, is, is another thing which I think people go wrong in a lot of the time is that 
there's always, I've, I've got to have it done. I've got to have it done. It's got to be done today. It's got to have done been done yesterday. No, it doesn't. If you're, um, if you've been working for say 20 years, like I have, or maybe longer or even 10, right? Well, you haven't done it up till now. So clearly another day, another week is okay. I would encourage you not to just let it endlessly go. You know, do put a sense of pressure on yourself, but go looking, you know, get into it and, and find the patterns, but give, uh, be be a little patient with yourself as well, you know, because this is new, right? But now that you've, let's assume that you've, you've got through through that and you've, you've got it worked out, right? There are a couple of things that you're going to need no matter what business it is. And I think this, this is, uh, I, I can make some, some broad generalizations irrespective of country. Now, we'll assume that you're in a country that is similar to, say, the US, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, the UK. You know, there's a that similar kind of business and tax setup, um, corporation tax, personal tax, so on, right? If you earn a certain amount, you will be in a certain tax bracket. You have to pay certain taxes, have certain insurances, and so on and so forth. So I will assume that. I, I can't speak for um, countries in the old uh, um, former Eastern Bloc or, or so on. I, I just don't have experiences with those places or nowhere near enough. So that's my assumption in, in what I'm saying here. What you're going to need is a couple of things. First, you're going to need and I would encourage you actually to find an app because they make life really good. A huge plug for freeagent.com. That's my pref. Awesome app. But an application that or a tool or a service, SaaS, whatever, that helps you, one, keep your contacts, um, then link projects to contacts, and then do invoicing. Uh, sorry, and then keep track of the time you spent, and then do invoicing. Uh, there's a whole stack more to it. But basically... Who are the people uh, who you're doing work for, clients or contacts, call them what you will. What are the projects that you've done or you, you are doing for those clients? Uh, all of those projects, what is the time that you have spent on it? You don't have to break it down into like ultimate details such as uh, project communication is separate from uh, writing. I'll, I'll take a writing example. You don't have to say uh, like a task for writing, a task for editing, a task for submitting, a task for communication. You know, you can, you can wrap those together if it makes sense. But what you want to be able to do quite quickly and quite easily is track what work you did for whom and when. So that, that way, you know when you should, you know, when uh, you got something to invoice for, have you invoiced for it or not? Have you completed the work? Have you not completed the work? Um, so, you know, you, you can keep, easily and quickly abreast of those basics of a business because a business in, in essence is this. You have a client for whom you do work and for and from whom you get paid, right? There is nothing more in essence to a business than that. There are more specifics to that such as have you paid taxes on what you've earned? Um, there are expenses incurred in, um, 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 in, in doing what you do. But the, the essence of a business is having um, at least a couple of clients for whom, you've, whom you you have done and do work and who pay you properly, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, for that work, right? Once again, bring it down to first principles. Don't get too lost up in having a tool for everything. If you have something like free agent or maybe ideally maybe no more than three tools um, that help you do that, you're off to the races. Uh, I, I love to use Aussie expressions at time, right? So then, if, I mean, you could even do this in a spreadsheet, right? You could do it in um, Mac Numbers, you could do it in Excel. You could do it in Google uh, Sheets. Um, 
I'm, I think I have uh, like a Google sheet or something that I could probably share, but I'm not going to commit to that because it's, it's just this rough internal thing I use for myself. But the idea is, as I said, just to, to reiterate, you can keep track of what you've done for whom and have you been, have you invoiced for it and have you been paid for it? And then from there, you've got your basics in place. Ideally, if you've got a good app, um, you can keep track of expenses. You can, you know, whether that's, um, you know, things you've paid out, whether it's, well, software, um, travel to and from work, conference, um, flights, hotels, whatever it is that you do, pens, pen, pencils, sundry expenses. But if you're doing that, if you're doing those basics and you're doing that on a regular basis and you invoice either at the uh, start of every month or the start and mid of every month, honestly, really, you're, you've, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think you're doing 90% of the work because you've figured out what it is you can do. You've got an app in place that helps you manage and invoice and, and keep yourself um, and your clients accountable, right? So you've, you've got the basics going. Now, you could go ahead and you can improve on that and you refine that and so forth. But I wouldn't really bother necessarily at the start. You know, don't overwhelm yourself. Just get the basics in place and then um, refine or, or put a process in place of um, so that they're done and then you improve on it so that you spend as little time as possible. After you've done that or after you've got these basics, um, and this kind of feels like I'm wrapping around, but I don't want to drag on too long. I want to kind of wind it up at this point and just focus on these things is just say that I would then encourage you, because, hey, I'm, I'm a web-based developer as well, to have a, have a, a website. And I'll share in the show notes uh, for this episode a, a series of links of, which, of, of example websites, which I believe are good examples, which um, you could start with. You know, if you're looking for inspiration, for a guide, for rules of thumb as to what's the, le- what's the minimum I, I need to do to get started to make a good impression i'll link to those so what i want to encourage you here is you want to have a website that you know you can put on a business card oh yeah have business cards they're awesome (laughs) moo.com by the way big plug no i'm not getting any kickbacks for all these plugs um that you can put on your business card along with your phone number your name your email address um and maybe a quick blurb very very quick blurb of what you do you have a website and the website then basically is a big size business card it says who you are what you do, how to get in touch with you. And then after a bit of time of doing what you do amazingly well, because you're awesome. I know, I believe in you, even if you don't believe in you, trust me. Um, you can add in, add in testimonials, people who, who say, this person has done uh, this for me. They have wrote, uh, written, written uh, amazing articles on security and continuous integration and development and uh, Zend expressive development, so on and so forth off there. <laughs> Um, you know, people who will vouch for you, but to reiterate a site that says who you are, what you do in a nutshell, what you do in less of a nutshell, like in, in more detail, why that's awesome and how to get in touch with you. Once you have sold them on how awesome you are with your amazing copy, which there, I'll also give some links, um, on where you can learn to, to write um, some good copy without a lot of investment. Don't worry, you don't have to be a writing legend. Um, that people can then get in touch with you because they want to use you as an amazing person. Right, so to reiterate, firstly, brainstorm. Take the time out. Have a, Take a Saturday morning if uh, you're not responsible for ferrying your kids 
to, you know, all kinds of sports or violin or, or whatever, you know, those usual cliche things. Or if, you know, your Saturday morning's free or find a time. I'm just picking Saturday because it was something we can do. And find a time and block out ideally a couple of hours. Sit there, I'd like to think a couple of beers and just brainstorm. You know, what am I good at? What have I really enjoyed doing? Right, then seek out a program and I'll try and find some links for some good apps which can help you do the basics of who are my clients, um, what are the projects I'm doing or have done for them, what time have I spent on that, um, how I can invoice and so forth, and have I been paid and, and so on, so you can keep track of the work done and whether you've been paid and so forth. And then a website and then business cards as well. Have those four things and you can keep costs down to next to nothing and you can do this on a weekend. I guarantee you can get all this done in one weekend. You're off to the races. You have the basics that you need to be a freelancer and to give yourself what I like to think and I truly believe as a bit of extra security. I mean, I don't believe in the current day and age that there really is that much security really. Um, at least nothing like when my granddad worked. Uh, sorry, my grandfather's worked. And in the early days, I guess when my dad worked, you know, where you would work your whole life for one employer, they give you a, a watch and a golden handshake and all that. No, but you can make security or you can put yourself in a position to f to be more secure or more flexible um, or less exposed than you might otherwise be. And you can do it through a little investment every day and a good kickstart, which I hope these things, or I believe these tips, these suggestions I've given can do for you anyway um otherwise that all being said if you want an extra kick along and this is a topic for another day i would honestly suggest you master or, or master you, t you take time out to learn how to to grow your skills on one of the social media platforms whether that be linkedin uh zing if you're in one of the german-speaking countries I guess primarily Germany, Austria, um, and Switzerland. Or uh, then maybe Twitter. Uh, maybe not so much Facebook, but some people think it's amazing. Pinterest. And there's probably uh, Google Plus, And there's probably a host that I've missed. But find a platform. Assess whether this platform is the right one for you. And I'll try and do a bit of research and give a properly sort of informed blurb about that in a later podcast. And find out the one that works best for the kind of person who you would likely have as a client and grow your skills. But anyway, that's a blurb for another day. So anyway, anyway, this brings us to the end of the episode. To reiterate again, I will have all of the notes. Um, I'll have notes for everything I've talked about in this episode. And you'll find that at allthews.freelygeek.fm forward slash episode forward slash episode hyphen zero zero one nine that url again www.freethegeek.fm forward slash episode forward slash episode hyphen zero zero one nine check out all the show notes i hope to make them as comprehensive as i can um i hope to give you as much as i can and emphatically as warmly as genuinely as i can um convey this to you I whilst I believe that there is, an, is a large amount of uncertainty in, in at least the Western world at the moment and likely to be for the considerable future, that is not to say that you have no opportunities. There are opportunities, there are options, but you do have to be a bit open-minded 
to see them and to give things a go and say, well, I've never done it before, but that doesn't mean I can't do it. Maybe I can do it. Give it a go. Be a bit patient. Give yourself the chance to do something different, to think differently. And you might find yourself after two or three years, like I have, finding out, well, actually, yeah, you can do it. It took some time and geez, it sucked at times. And it really felt like this was the biggest mistake in the world, but it comes good. So anyway, all the best. I really hope that this has in some way helped you to provide yourself, your family, your loved ones with that much more security. If you have any questions, any time, tweet me at SetterMJD. That's S-E-T-T-E-R-M-J-D. And I'll talk to you, well, either at episode 20 or between now and then. I'll see you soon and good luck. <laughs>